This is Allison Phoebe, Top City Flavorista. Catch me on KSEF Digital Radio on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. and hear all about the flavor in Top City. And you, too, will learn to love where you live. This is Allison Beebe, Top City Flavorista on KSEF Digital Radio, bringing you the local flavor. Today, I have one of my favorite people on the line. Uh, She's talented. She's beautiful. You know her. You love her. And she was voted best radio personality uh, for Topeka. So, hey, there's no pressure there for me. Um, It is my dear friend, (laughs) uh, Miss Danielle Norwood of Alpha Media. Allison Beebe! Danielle Norwood! (laughs) I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Look how things roll out. From how long ago was it? It wasn't even two years ago that we got together for the first time Mm -hmm. and I said that I wanted you to be on my show and Mm -hmm. we had an eight hour marathon first time gathering and look at you now (laughs) Miss Top City Flavorista got it going on with the website and your own podcast I know I'll tell you I just don't like free time apparently so I'm uh, apparently not 24-7 I look at all your postings on Facebook and you make me tired well, I do. I do block out times where I don't do anything at all, like literally nothing. Like when you're so, sleeping. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I'm sleeping, um, or you know, I do block out that time because you have to, right? I mean, you just Absolutely. have to. Absolutely, I'm sanity. just so proud of you. You are well, turning up and you. making a name in this area, and literally, I couldn't be more happy for you than if it was my own success. Oh, well, you're awesome. Thank you. And hey, next time we'll be on Oprah. What do you think? That's what I think. I'm talking about. I think we're going to, yeah, we'll be on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the goal. That's the goal. So um, we were just talking a minute ago about the first time we sat down. Um, we actually sat down <laughs> and we talked for eight hours. No lie. Eight hours. That is a full like shift when I go to the hospital. That is that is a whole shift, you know, eight hours. And we were at um, the um, burger stand. original burger stand location in College Hill. And, and they were lovely. I mean, they didn't look at us funny, really, or anything. They just they were just like, OK, I guess they're just going to be here. And they're well, going to talk for eight hours. And it didn't feel like eight hours because at the end it was like, I have to go home now. Like yeah. we were just enjoying each other so much that I didn't really want to stop. I know. I think you said you you looked at your watch and you're like, you know, it's midnight. And I'm like, what? Actually, that, it was one o'clock by the time. Was it one? It, it I was. I was just like, that cannot be. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that was at least two years ago. Maybe three. Yes. I don't know. Pandemic time, time is weird because I it feels like it's been. I don't know, a hundred years, but <laughs> like, like in a good way, in a good way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How exciting. Um, well, Hey, I have a question for you. <laughs> Cause I guess that's why we're here. Right. Of course. So, Of course. So, and this is a, a, the obvious question. Um, you know, you're on, uh, alpha media, you're on radio, all that, like you have your own show. How did you get into radio? How did that start? What was the evolution? 
Uh, I actually babysat for the general manager of a group of four radio stations in Salina, just up the road from us. And I was 12 years old and he thought that my voice was so interesting. He said, have you ever thought about being in radio? And my first thought being a poor kid was like, does it pay? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, I can. And I'm like, okay. Okay, sign me up. Yeah, let's go ahead and start it off. And um, I started training when I was 15. Don't tell anybody. But then officially started working there at 16. And I will have been in radio. I'm getting ready to be 49. So do the math. That'd be 33 years that I've been in the radio industry in some form or fashion. So. Uh, time does fly. That's amazing. I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time, but it shows in your, cause you're, you know, your, your shows, they flow. I mean, you are like obviously super easy to chat with and they just, they flow. They just do. It's like, it's like butter, you know, it's just like, Oh, it's smooth. Yeah, well, so. I appreciate that because to me, the whole show is just having a conversation with people. And mm-hmm. if you're interested in people like I'm interested in people and just want to know the backstory behind what we see day in, day out, then you ask questions about those things. And that's why you and I connected immediately because I was so interested in finding out the backstory with you. Like, why do you love Topeka so much? Why are you such a foodie? Because I knew I was a foodie coming into Topeka, <laughs> but it was so cool finding out that somebody else was as in, lo- in love with the food scene as, as you and I both were. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that actually brings me to my kind of next question is, so how did you get from Salina to Topeka? Was that like a straight line or were there you know, curves in the road. It, it, it was a craggy line. <laughs> it was a craggy line. <laughs> it, 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 it took a moment, uh, but uh, I was asked to join WIBW AM radio, FM 104.9 for those tuned in on the FM side, uh, to join their news department. Now, all of my radio career had been spent in country radio as a jock. So mm-hmm. I would be playing the music and doing all that had no designs on being in the news department, but I'm like, you know what, if I don't take this next step, I'm probably going to regret it. So ended up getting in the news department, took a moment for me to adjust to that brain because Mm -hmm. the music brain, which is all entertainment versus the news, which is all information are two different things. So, um, and immediately I was going to be coming here anyhow to do a talk show. They just didn't know how soon they would bring me on. And so I ended up starting in March of 17 and the talk show started on July 17th of that same year. And we've just been hitting the ground running ever since. And can I tell you how scary it is? Because As you know, from being on the shows with me, we're carrying an entire hour. It's not like we're talking for a few moments and then we're going to a song. Mm -hmm. We're actually 
the information and the entertainment. And I had never done that previously <laughs> to being in Topeka. So uh, the first time I'm like, I have nothing to say. And I hope you've got 10 minutes of commercials because <laughs> I don't have anything to say. But it, it, it took a moment for me to get comfortable with it. And now I can't see doing anything else. I love what I do. I love the people that I get to hang out with. And I love introducing people to the public like you and and to see you blow up like this. So uh, it's just been really rewarding. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you, and you do it every day, Monday through Friday for an hour. Monday through Friday from one to two. Yeah. I mean, that's just impressive to me because I do, you know, I'll do like 10 minutes here and there with you or whatever, you know, a couple of times, three times a month. And then it's mm -hmm. like, whoo, it's a little and you do it live. You do it live, do which it is live. And I know you, you're like, okay, it's live. So don't swear and, um, <laughs> or try, you know, try not to. And then, you know, so I'm over here, like hoping my dogs don't act up or like something doesn't fall <laughs> or, you know, the mailman doesn't walk by and everyone freaks out. And so it's like, Ooh, <laughs> this is, it's stressful, but, uh, it's it always is. fun. And we have a good time. A lot of there's a lot of prep on the back end, too, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I will spend probably four or five hours of the day uh, before the show actually prepping my sheets to make sure that I have everything that I need to talk about on there and then additional questions. And just to make sure that I'm in the good frame of mind to be able to do the best interview that I can. So and I'm excited. Not only is my show on WIBW, but now we have a best of that runs on the other radio stations uh, on Saturdays and Sundays, too. So people can get a little teaser of what I do through the week on the other three radio stations. So branching oh, out I, a little bit. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yes. That's yes. very cool. That's very Thank cool. You. Wow. Well, and I've seen your um, your sheet you know, your write-ups that you do. And it mm -hmm. is, it's organized. It's color-coded. It is. <laughs> it's color-coded, typed out, you know, like, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a sight to see. It really is. And you say OCD. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I mean, it makes sense because it's a lot. There is a lot of prep work and just feeling like you're prepared because you can't go on live radio or live anything and go, uh, uh-huh. And just wing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. worst thing that I could do is to not have a strategy like an in and an out. And I've been working with a national consultant who has up my game even more. So, you know, when I'm seriously trying to think, how am I going to get into a question? How am I going to get into a segment? How am I going to get out of a segment? Because mm -hmm. everything that you say counts when it comes to radio. People don't have a visual like with TV to help them along with the conversation. You've got to paint that picture in the reader's or the listener's mind. And so I try very hard to be intentional with what I'm going to say. Absolutely. And the majority of kind of conversation and, or taking that all in is kind of nonverbal. And when you can't see someone, that makes it even more difficult, I think, because you're Absolutely. right. You have to really know what you're going to be saying. So um, I need to get with it, apparently. <laughs> no, you're doing just fine. You are doing just fine. 
it's fun. And I think that's the important part is as long as you're having fun and helping to support local places and businesses and um, just enjoying yourself and hopefully being entertaining at the same time, then I'm good with it. So. Well, and I think that's why I like our segment probably the best of all the segments that I do, because people genuinely can hear that there is a friendship there. And mm -hmm. we are so passionate about Topeka and the food and entertainment scene and very comfortable with each other that it just kind of flows out that way. It does. It really does. And I do miss like we when we first started, we would go to restaurants, eat, which was always, you know, hey, that's not a bad deal at all. Um, and then go on the show with the owner or the manager and, and chat about their food and their restaurant and, and all that. And now we kind of can't do that because of the pandemic. But um, hopefully we'll get back there soon. But we're kind um, of doing it tomorrow. Well, and I was going to say, so Wednesday, April 14th is the start of Downtown Topeka Restaurant Week. And you and I are going to be kicking that off tomorrow. We've already planned out our strategy of what places to check out. And now I know where you and I are going, but do you have a favorite, just in general, local restaurant that you love? Elmez. Okay. Okay. I truly do. In fact, I was introduced to it when I first moved to Topeka, which was around four years ago. And when I first got there, like the very first night, I was told it was margarita night, dollar margaritas. And there was no parking to be had in the parking lot. So I'm really parked out in BFE coming to... <laughs> arrive at this restaurant that I know nothing about, but my friends, uh, the Colings, uh, had a table that they always have reserved for them because they were there every Thursday like clockwork. So I got to join their table instead of having to wait. And the food was amazing and the margaritas were wonderful. And that's their weekly thing. And I don't go there weekly but I do <laughs> quite a bit to get mm. food. And, uh, you know, I mean, th there's a lot of great food places. In fact, it used to be, and this is way back in the day, used to be that we would drive through Topeka to get to Kansas City to eat at different mm -hmm. places. But I mm -hmm. find that Topeka has so many good food places. I don't feel that urge as much anymore. And that's amazing because, and that's actually one of the reasons why I kind of started this uh, was hearing people say, well, there's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing good to eat. And I'm like, have you all left your homes? Because <laughs> I am going, I'm having like a grand old time. So. And okay, you what, do, Allison. I'll sit I do, there and I do. Look at your pictures because you had a spot show from Louisa's place not that long ago. Last uh, night, you had yeah. some items from mm -hmm. Shea Yazoo. And mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, I'm here eating pot pie. And you were just going all out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, especially during the pandemic. Well, I can't even say that. Before that, even, I, you know, I'm not some of the cooks. Like, I think I will. So I'll buy the ingredients to do it and then I won't cook it. And so then I just waste food. And so I just decided, OK, I have I'll admit to myself that I'm not going to be cooking anything, you know, past like, I don't know, scrambled eggs or 
coffee or toast or something. And so <laughs> I just, you know, and you know this, I get my groceries really from local restaurants. So, you know, like I'll go to Louise's, of course, my favorite place and get three or four days worth of meals and just ta-da, like it's already ready. I don't have to do anything. And so that's one of my time savers. That's a good excuse, I guess. It's a time saver. Well, the fact that his food is incredible, you know, certainly his doesn't hurt. His food is incredible. Yes. I've probably yes. been to Luis's place in terms of actually sitting down because a lot of times I'll order in. So that's not a mm. fair assessment because, you know, you've got all of the food runner uh, mm-hmm. vehicles that go across the city. So I'll get from great places that are local and have them brought to the apartment. But in terms of like sitting down and eating somewhere, I would say Luis's place and the white linen are the two that I've actually sat and had a meal more often than any mm-hmm. other places. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think now I, you know, off the top of my head, I cannot I can only think of a few places that, that still are not doing dine-in. I think for the most part, places are. Yes. Um, you know, if you want to, and if you don't, that's cool. You know, we and we also have some places that have some really nice outdoor seating, which is kind of my favorite. If, it, if the weather's good, I'd rather be outside, you know, pandemic or not. I, I just like it better. As long as it's not too hot. I don't want to be all sweaty and eating my food. And, and you know, I don't have a problem feeling like a glazed ham. So that's not my issue. Uh, <laughs> my issue is more comfortable sitting because after a while, yes. the booty gets tired on a hard seat. So, yes. Yes. You know, that's why sure I, that there's some, you know, padding is a good yeah. thing for the outdoor seating. Well, and I think, you know, any restaurant, first of all, yeah, you have to be comfortable. You have to have Obviously, great food, great service. And, you know, for women especially, you have to have a clean bathroom. This is restaurant owners. If your bathroom looks like, I don't know what, a mess, I'm not going to come back. Like, you have to have a nice bathroom at all. So just there's there's your tip for the day, restaurant owners. Have a nice bathroom. Check it it more than every couple of hours. That would be another tip as well, because we ladies have a tendency to want to be an environment that is appealing to all of the senses. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you're going to be eating in the bathroom, but I do want it to smell beautiful and to Mm -hmm. look beautiful and to make sure that there are enough rolls of toilet tissue in each of the stalls so we don't have to do the underhanded, you know, move across the the stalls thing with the Mm -mm. tissue. I want everything Mm -mm. to be as it should be Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if people understand that. Like when you do not have like you have to do the under the thing under the you know, you don't. No one wants to do that at all. If at all. If I have to do that, I'm, you know, regardless of whether or not you have really great food, I'm probably not coming back if your bathroom is icky. I agree. I agree. Because it's just it's one piece (laughs) of the entire puzzle. It's a big piece of the puzzle. It is. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, maybe guys care. I don't know. Maybe they don't. But I do like women, I think, really, really want a clean bathroom. I know I do. And you do. And if so, we know we too. And lotion in there that doesn't make things bad either. <laughs> oh, you know. Okay, so we need there have been a few places that actually had like some very nice hand lotions in their bathrooms, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
this is a really nice treat because we're always putting so much sanitizer on and drying up our mm-hmm. skin. But if yep. you actually have some really nice, luxurious feeling hand lotion and there's been some places that have the little cups and the scope that you push out into the cups so we yes. can rinse so our breath doesn't smell like whatever garlic we ate at dinner. <laughs> Well, and I, I don't think I, there are any I, places. I mean, no, it's true. It's true. Little things mean so much to the ladies. You correct, and I don't think to any Topeka restaurants have it. But I, what do you think about the like the attendant in the bathroom situation? I, I I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, I used to be an attendant for a youth recreation building like Mm -hmm. they would have the kids there on Friday and Saturday nights hanging out and dancing and and having food and just enjoying themselves. And part of our shift on those nights was to be a bathroom attendant. Personally, I would hate that job for a whole lot of obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I don't know that I really need somebody else in the bathroom. I'm good and grown. I've been right. around before, so I know how everything is supposed to You operate. know how it works. Yeah, so I, I don't necessarily need you giving me a towel. I can get my own towel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can push the button on the hand dryer if need be. Right, uh, right. I, you know, I, I would just rather not. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. No. I, I, you know, I'm glad. Yeah. Hey, having a job? Cool. I guess I just... Don't think I I would need I need that. So Let's I'm glad just say we settled it wasn't that. pleasant for me as the attendant for a yes. half hour of my shift on those weekends. I would think not. not yeah, pleasant. no, I wouldn't want to do that. And I'm a nurse, so <laughs> not, most things don't You're bother me. I just don't. Than I yeah, am. I just think that's it's just not necessary. It's I don't know too much. It's too much. Anyway. I agree. <laughs> So back to you and and your radio show. Do you have a, like a timeline of when you might be back in the studio? Because I know now you're remote and I know you love that. But is there are we looking at something down the road here? Well, like way down the road, because as much as we are all taking the time to get vaccinations, which is a beautiful thing for those of us mm-hmm. who would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh we not everybody is and we don't want to put my colleagues at risk by bringing in somebody who could potentially you know bring the bring the uh, covid into our studios so i mean we're not out of the woods yet and i Correct. think as much as we would love to be on the other side of this we are not so i intend to stay gone for as long as possible. I mean, as mm-hmm. long as there's a real concern, because I have some health issues and I'm trying to make sure that even though I have gotten in, in the process of getting the shots, I don't mm-hmm. want to take any chances. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I think um, better safe than sorry. And, um, you know, in terms of that, that's a, a portion that we can control. And I think, you know, there's a way to also support local businesses, restaurants and shops and things in a safe way. Um, you know, I, I do go out quite a bit, but I, you know, I'm fully vaccinized, vaccinated. I have been for 
gosh, probably a couple of months now, but I still wear my mask and I, you know, I'm very careful about washing my hands and what I'm touching and, and things like that. Um, so it is something that still be really mindful of. Um, Cause like well, you said, we're, we're, we are not out of the woods. It in places like Michigan mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. things got relaxed so quickly and now they've got a surge of COVID cases. So that's right. the last thing that right. we want to deal with. And as much as I, you know, who likes wearing a mask? I mean, unless no. you're, you know, Zero or, or Batman, I mean, you're really not going <laughs> to have that on your face. And their mask so, is, you know, over their eyes, right? <laughs> well, it, well, exactly. It's not even over their mouths. And, and, and maybe you're a doctor and that's a good look with your scrubs. Uh, most people don't like wearing it. I don't like wearing it, but I don't like COVID more. So I have to do what I have to do to make sure that uh, I protect as many people as I can. And hopefully other people feel that way. I see, uh, more evidence to the other side that people aren't feeling that way, but you know, again, I can only control me. So I got to do what I got to do. Exactly. Exactly. We can only control what we do. So you know, I will continue to wear my mask and um, only I will, you know, I love all local businesses, but I honestly got, I will only go if you're, you know, that, that owner and manager are um, holding up, you know, the safety and yeah, wanting people to guidelines. mask up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, Hey, I love you, but I'm, you know, not so much that I want to get really sick. So um And the only time I actually like wearing a mask is when I don't feel like putting on makeup or doing anything. So I get I do the sunglasses and the mask and I feel like no, I I feel like no one can see me, which is probably not like true. But I pretend because I don't know if I shared (laughs) with you that when I went to get the first shot. I happened to be at the church where they were giving out the Pfizer shot and WIBW TV happened to be there at the same time, which I did not know mm-hmm. they were going to be. And so I had no makeup on. I'm just showing up all slubby like here I am. And mm-hmm. the man with the camera is panning around. And then he actually got video of me getting the shot. And I'm like, dude, this means I can't even cuss if I'm hurting. Oh, so, yes. I mean, and, and again, it was not a good look to have on camera, but it is what it is. So I've learned that anytime that I go out, I need to take the extra few moments to at least put on the basics. I, fortunately, I don't need a lot, but I need enough to not feel like I just showed up and rolled out a bit. Right. Yeah. I do kind of like just going, though. I really. Yeah. But even but, you, you're going to have to step up because you are the top city flavorista. You are being <laughs> seen and recognized all over this area. Grocery stores. People are going to be coming know. up to you and be like, Allison. And, and that has actually happened. That's happened because people will go, oh, I recognize your hair color. It's like, oh, gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good. That's good. But it's like sometimes you just want to go. I just want to pretend and just go in and like. Um, I'm here just to get my stuff and then no one's going to be able to see me like the invisible, like, you know, Wonder Woman when she has a lasso and she's invisible. It's like, I just want to do that. But yeah, it's fun. It is fun. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It's fun until you have like ice cream in your cart and it starts to melt because you've been in conversation with somebody. 
True story. Oh yeah. Don't mess with the ice cream. Don't. And then I had somebody behind me like, are you going to move this along? And I'm like, dude, I didn't You're stop. Like, I'm just trying to buy some ice cream. <laughs> exactly. My ice cream is melting too. Shut up. <laughs> Carry on. Move along. Move along. Exactly. Oh along. my God. That's a riot. Yeah. I, uh, wow. Well, we'll see, but thank you for the vote of confidence. <laughs> well, it's already happened and it will continue to happen. And, it, and your it website is. looks amazing. Thank uh, you. the rollout party was wonderful. That was a uh, blast. Getting two pictures for the website was a fun time too. I mean, you've just got so many people who are in your corner and cheering you on. So, I mean, th- this is prime time for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. I mean, you know, and you've helped put my name out there and kind of get things going and pushing me along. And I appreciate you and and your friendship. And you know, I love you and. Absolutely. Back You're at just you. wonderful. Yeah. You're just wonderful. I wouldn't take anybody on the road with me if I didn't love them. <laughs> I exactly. Oh, and here's another thing that people need to know about Danielle. She has the best um on the road soundtrack in her car, <laughs> which makes sense, right? Since you were in radio and stuff, you are in radio. It's like, oh my gosh, I could just sit here for a couple of days and listen to all this, you know. You have everything. You have we everything have in your car. Music. It's it's about the whole atmosphere. It you know, is. I want something that I can, you know, depending upon my mood, I either want to kick back or sometimes I want to put some Bruno Mars on and jam mm-hmm. wherever I'm going. And, uh, you know, when we take little trips out of town to go eat at different places, that's always so fun for me because, again, not everybody has the passion that we have for food. And so I'm always trying to add to my palate and expand some things. And we've had some wonderful uh, road trips, just getting away and and Mm -hmm. trying new things. And so I'm always grateful for those times. Yeah, no, that's really wonderful. And, um, and again, we're, we're hitting uh, Topeka restaurant week and um, checking out some more local places. Um, yeah, did you know that there are 29 restaurants and food producers that are participating this year? You know, I actually did know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the top I, city flavorista. I counting. I was so I have to. Before my interview mm-hmm. on Monday with one of the members of the GTP. And I'm yeah. like, there's 29 on here, mm-hmm. including Mobert's. Mm-hmm which yep, is a food yep. producer. And then there's a meat place that's Leonard. also participating. Yep. Yep. And you know where they are? They are down there. Like when you're about to go over the bridge into Noto, they're like near that lottery, the lottery building where you see that big lottery sign. Oh, okay. Over there. Yeah. I'll have to check them out too. Cause I love getting meat from local people, you know, yes. I mean, I, yeah. They they know what they're doing. I mean, it may cost a few bucks more, but it's so worth it in terms of quality. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's better for the environment. I, you know, yeah, the quality is better. Supporting local farmers and growers is obviously a great thing. And so, and um, Elm you know Creek, me, yeah. we've had some wonderful oh, my gosh. steaks, yeah. beef tenderloins from Elm mm-hmm. Creek. And mm-hmm. they're one of the go-tos that Louise uh, 
gets meat from and absolutely the way that it tastes in general but then he puts his little extra on it and it's mm-hmm. phenomenal oh it is it's absolutely phenomenal yeah I, I would say well for me anyway it's the best steak in town um not that I i've agree. tried every steak in town but i mean for me it's the best one because he's my favorite well, so there and, and white lennon <laughs> has a great one and it wouldn't surprise yes. me if he's not getting his meat from there as well because i be. know he might be that a lot of these chefs are all about local even the spice mm-hmm. blends that adam from the white linen uses comes from moberts so right. when he's putting right. together the different spices that we're supposed to dip our little piece of meat into, you know, the different peppers and the mm-hmm. smoked barbecue salts, that's mm-hmm. not something he's doing in the back. It's something that he's getting from Moberts. Right. And right. we could bring those same spices into our own houses and maybe use them for meat. Or maybe we pop up a good bowl of popcorn with some lots of butter and then put those same spices on top and come up with our own creative popcorn blends. OK, now I'm hungry. Well, I'm hungry, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go eat. No. <laughs> well, I think, you know, um, I so appreciate you being on today and 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 chatting about your radio show, which is, again, Monday through Friday from one to two on 580 a.m. Um, and it's live. And it's live. Um, it's live. So, but I appreciate you coming on uh, my new digital radio show on KSEF, which is wild. Um, anything else you <laughs> want to share about your radio show before we head out of here? Well, I just am thankful for all the people who tune in. I am humbled by the fact that people listen because you never know when you open up the mic if anybody is listening. You don't get that instant feedback that, you know, sometimes you would like to get to know if anybody has actually heard what you've said. But Mm -hmm. I feel great gratitude for those who come up to me and say, yeah, we listen all the time and uh, just appreciate you all taking time out of your day to tune us in because there are plenty of other alternatives that you could be watching on TV or listening to on radio or listening to on satellite radio. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just grateful for the people who follow us and grateful for this community. It is one of the best decisions that I've ever made to move to Topeka. And I didn't know that obviously in 2017 when I moved here, But Mm -hmm. I found such a warm and inviting community. There's so many things that I like to do here. So many places I love to eat here that I just feel like I could literally live here forever and be happy. And that's quite a testament. I mean, it really is. There's there's so many things to do and the people are just lovely. And I just you can't beat it. You I, you know, you just can't. So you really again, can't. I, and, I, and, and part of being here was becoming friends with you. So it, that's yay. definitely a huge gift in itself. So I'm so grateful. And anytime you want to talk about food, sister, you let me know. Oh, you know, I will. You know, I will. <laughs> <laughs> 